Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you once again. Hallelujah to the release seeds of faith and to your spirit, man. I'm Brother Derek, and this week we're going to be talking about grace and faith. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, let the spirit of wisdom and revelation flow through my voice. I submit my voice, my thoughts, my mind, my spirit over to you to be dominated, that your love and that your instruction may flow to the hearers of these words in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to Isaiah, the 35th chapter, and I'm going to read these 10 verses. But when I read these verses, I want you to read it through the lens that this is talking about a person. Now, remember, also, I'm talking about grace and faith. And this entire chapter is talking about a person, not about um, how you how you live and how righteous and how holy you are and what you wear and can't wear, where you can go and can't go, what you can do and can't do. See, you have to remember that the prophet Isaiah, he often prophesied about the coming of Christ. One place in Hebrews, it says the word of the Lord, the Old Testament, it was written about Jesus. He said, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It's written about me. So let's start at verse one in Isaiah 35. It said the wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly, a desert now, and rejoice even with joy and singing. Let me stop for a minute. When it's talking about a desert, sometimes it can be figuratively speaking. See, your spirit can be dried up. You could be laden with sin and laden with iniquity. So it's, it's twofold. Whenever you read scripture, it's, it could be up to threefold meanings to it, maybe more than that. But I've learned it's at least a threefold meaning. But anyway, verse two, it shall be, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. String ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. So this person who is prophesying of is going to string the weak and it's going to confirm, uh, uh, confirm the feeble. Weak and feeble is interchangeable. It means the same thing. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong. Fear not. Those of you who are scared of diseases and scared to die and all that, I say, be strong and fear not in the name of Jesus. See, this is a command. Say to them, I say to you, I'm, I'm, I'm obeying the scripture. I say to you, be strong and fear not. I say it again, be strong and fear not. I say it one more time, be strong and fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. See, for him to come and save you, you got to believe he'll come and save you. For him to maintain your salvation, you got to believe he's maintaining your salvation. One place he came and saved the children of Israel, and then they stopped believing that he could save them. He brought them out of Egypt, then they stopped believing that he can bring them out of Egypt. After he had brought them out of Egypt, they wanted to go back to Egypt because they did not maintain 
their belief in God. So you got to constantly reaffirm yourself day by day. Verse five, the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Who did these things in his earthly ministry? Jesus. Jesus did this. He opened the eyes of the blind and he unstopped the deaf ears. I didn't read nobody in the Old Testament doing these things, but, you know, they raised the dead like uh, through, through the anointing Elijah. So let's keep on going. Verse 6, Then shall the lame man leap as a heart. A heart is a, a deer, I believe. And the tongue of the dumb sing. You remember Jesus was uh, casting out deaf and dumb spirits? Yeah, they're not going to be able where they can't talk anymore. They're going to be able to talk. Hallelujah. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. In other words, your spirit out of your belly going to what? Flow rivers of living waters. Where you, where you were, were spiritually dead and under the law, see, you're going to become alive. You know, when Jesus in his earthly walk, he was talking to spiritually dead men. But see, you're not going to be that way anymore. And the time is now. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Streams going to come out of your desert spirit. Verse 7, and the parched ground shall become a pool. And the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. So God is going to awaken the natural and the spiritual. Verse 8, and I'm, this is the verse I want to focus on. And a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, those fools, shall not err therein. Now, a lot of people think that verse is talking about what you call yourself on the church building. Uh, be ye holy, for I am the, uh, I, the Father in heaven am holy. So all of this is scripture. But see, that's why you can't read one scripture and build a fence around it. And I'm going to illustrate that later on in the, in the week. If you, if you don't read all of the scriptures, you could take one scripture and build a fence around it. But see, the word of God is progressive revelation. Of course, you shouldn't practice sin. So I want you to remember it's going to be a way, the way of holiness. Remember that word, way. Verse 9, it said, No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Who are you redeemed by? You are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. You are purchased by the blood of Jesus. Listen, verse 10, And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. He called it ransom. How many know this person who is who, who Isaiah is prophesying about? What did he do? He paid a ransom for our life. How many know that? Jesus shed his blood for who? For the ungodly. He didn't die for the righteous. Because there's none righteous, no, not one. Of course, everybody don't know that. But there's none righteous of their own self, no, not one. You are righteous now. See, those who have received the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you have been made righteous by the blood. So there are some righteous now. 
But without Jesus Christ, there is none righteous. No, not one. Anybody who's saying they are righteous and they haven't received the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they're lying. The only way you become righteous is to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's the only way you become righteous. John 14 and at verse 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, I want you to notice this. Jesus confessed about himself what God said he was. Imagine that. Imagine you had a boldness to say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are? So you should confess about yourself what the Father said about you. Jesus dared to confess about himself what the Father said he was. Read, read, read all through John, John the 5th chapter, John the 14th chapter. All through that, Jesus is always affirming who he is. He, he, you know, he, he said it. No man come to the Father but by me. Well, you remember in Isaiah 35 and 8, it says, they're going to be a highway and a way, and the way shall be called the way of holiness. Now we have found the way. Jesus is the way. The way of what? The way of holiness. See, it is an imputed righteousness. For you're saved by grace through faith and not a works. It is the gift of God, not a works, least any man should boast. Now, if you don't understand this, you would try to do certain things in order to get saved, in order to say you're holy. But holiness is an imputed holiness. That's not saying you live like a heathen, but you have to remember to be holy is to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I have a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.